Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Do a shot with me, Joss. Can do. Here's to you and here's to me. Oh my gosh, I have to pee. Best of friends will always be. But if we should ever disagree, then fuck you and here's to me. Okay, well. Okay. Thanks, man. Ah. Here we go. Is what right. Are you, what are you drinking over there? I mean, we're picking up where the party left off. I can't stop drinking this Awamori, man. So... Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming back. This is, in fact, the Jeremy Webisodes podcast, episode number 45, recorded June 2nd in the year 2021. And never fear, the lava lamp is indeed burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And I'm celebrating my birthday still. Lighting a beacon on the candle of life and then blowing it out. Uh, Jeremy's birthday was yesterday. So we're, I, I don't know about you, Jer, but Ryan, you don't celebrate after the birthday. That's not you, true you at all. You only can celebrate pre-birthday. I know well, many girls people Girls do. That, yeah. Girls have a birthday, birthday month. month. Oh, it's a girl thing? Yeah. I think that is it. Well, that's fucking bullshit. I call bullshit. I want a birthday month. And my birthday's on the first. So it's the perfect time to establish like a fresh kind of fiscal birthday situation. Fresh uh, olderness. Yeah. I got the whole month starting on the first. That's true. Celebrate. Yeah. I mean, let's celebrate the month. June should be... The Jeremy Webb month. We got Father's Day. I'm a dad. Right. Right. So many, so many reasons to celebrate me. <laughs> and you. So I'm a big fan. You should be. What did you do for your birthday? You know, here's the thing. How old was I? Well, I, you didn't I know. happen to know. Oh, I, but you did I it. got it wrong. I fully got it wrong. I would have wagered money. That I was turning 46 years old. I've been telling people I was turning 46. I thought oh. I was 46. I just went to the eye doctor, and they're like, how old are you? I'm like, 45. Turns out I'm not. See? <laughs> wow. I think we all kind of missed a year there. 2020 was and, kind and of And what a, a bummer that you were wrong that direction. Yeah. Right. I was uh, older. No, you, you're 44, Jer. Right, right. I was turning... 44. No. 47 turns out. So that kind of so sucked. Old. I fully just like missed a year. 2020. She's a son of a bitch. Huh? <laughs> I've said it time and time again. Fully missed a year. So anyway, yeah. Do, do you remember being like 23 years old and looking at a 47-year-old man? How old they oh, look? Oh, God. You're damn near 50. Here's the I thing. Mean, so, at 47, what did I do for my birthday? Not a whole damn lot. You can't move around as well anymore. Well, it's not that. <laughs> I mean, put me on the dance floor. I can cut the rug like the, like the other kids. Right? Well. I can. What's the dance move they're doing these days? The jig? 
The boogaloo? I can boogaloo like a motherfucker. Electric slide, I think, is in there. No, it's the... Uh, it's the... Uh, what's this thing where you go like this? No, that's... It's all yeah. the Fortnite dances. That's already old. Yeah. That's two years old, at least. You at should least. watch my where TikTok. Where the kids... Sw- the, oh. The floss. floss. Yeah, floss. No. I can floss. You know, I can't really floss. I never really figured out how to get the yeah. right emphasis on the right. And it's... People have been telling me to floss for years. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you have got medical... chronic hal- halitosis. <laughs> They're called medical professionals. <laughs> Just smiles and his gums bleed. It's a real... Like, if we were in a gang, he'd be bleeding gums McGinty. <laughs> Very Irish. I asked. Well, you didn't. So, what did I do for my birthday? Not a lot. I hung out kind of like my. Everyone went to school, and my wife left, and I had the house to myself, and it was bliss. I watched some TV. Mm-hmm. I took a nap. I had a cup of noodle. It was fantastic. It sounds like a 10 out of 10. Yeah, it was fantastic. I am not a birthday celebratory gentleman. You're like, just leave me leave alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, well, that was my next question. Do you have, what's your birthday kind of tradition? Zero. That. You have no tradition. That. Ryan, you have any kind of tradition, something you look forward to every year? For my birthday? I don't think so. Mm-mm. I've told Lindsay if she ever throws a surprise party for me, it's, it's over. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind a good surprise party. I... Well, yeah, but like not on my birthday, maybe. No, How please, about no? I like or a give party. Me a Any choice. reason to party? My I'll wife did cook me party. dinner. Meg did cook me dinner, which was awesome. She asked me what I wanted, and I said beef stroganoff, and she made a fantastic beef stroganoff. So we had a nice little family dinner. We had a cake. Uh, Blew out the candles, you know. I got a, I got a, you know, it's 40, just the family. How much lung capacity do you have to blow up? It wasn't all 46, candles. you know. That was the other thing, yeah. She didn't do all it, was you the happy for, you birthday. You just said 46 again, yeah, 47. I, it wasn't 47. I don't, I don't think after 20, you, you don't need candles for every year. That's bullshit. you know, but it's nice. It was nice, and the kids like to sing, you know, the happy birthday, yeah, yeah, right. have 10. Yeah, yeah, no, right. I didn't have all all the yeah. can- candles exactly. There was it was four point seven. It was, a, it was a, kind of like a 10. specialty candle that said "Happy Birthday," mm. and it had you know a couple of wicks. Uh, made cake, bought, purchased, chocolate. Okay, mm-hmm. just kind of kind of like a heavy like seventeen like death by chocolate. Right, dank. Yeah, it was dank. Um, really good. Needed milk. Okay. When you drank it or ate it, I mean, needed the milk. Milk, milk's a weird, weird one in our forties. I feel like it's kind of a weird move to. Uh, maybe it's not. I drink I, a lot of milk. I have. Well, I dr- I go in in waves. Like I'll literally you go have milk through, waves. Yeah, I'll literally go through two gallons a week, and then I won't have milk for three months. Oh yeah, we blow through milk. We cannot keep milk in the fridge in my house. Between me, because I like to, I drink milk. And then my kids eat cereal pretty much every morning. We just fly through milk. Can't keep it in the house. Don't remember the last time we had milk in the house. Really? Wow, wow we'd fly through the stuff. They have, I cook with it. Uh, right. Your right. kids don't eat cereal? They like kids it dry. eat cereal. Oh. What? Yeah, yeah weird. I don't know. 
are they are they are they kids or did you, are robots? Maybe I don't know. I don't well, you know. You guys have your children replaced by robots. It's a, I mean, what kid doesn't like cereal? They like the cereal itself, right? So cereal. It, it cereal is not cereal is Who not defined. Who taught them not to like? Milk? I don't know how it evolved into that. Who in your family doesn't like milk? I, I you and Lindsay. I, or? I, I mean, I haven't like. Like bought so you milk. have a weird milk I phobia I that you passed on to your children. I have bought milk way? to drink. So like you, I'll buy milk to cook. If I had to be a betting man, I would say it was that you passed on a bizarre <laughs> no. milk fetish. No, you know me, you guys. There's like five things in the world I don't like. I don't mind milk. I just first, it's kind of a weird one now that you brought it up. I haven't thought about this for years. I don't drink milk. What cereal? Cereal's not drinking. I don't think I've had a bowl of cereal in 10 years. I love a bowl of cereal. You watch some cartoons late night. It's very nice. What's the best cereal? I mean, of course, we're going that direction. Well, if I'm going to just like, kick it in like my my slippers. And you put it in the salad bowl. On the you know, couch, you're, you're doing late the whole night, Pulp watching Fiction. some like, you know. What's his name? What actor had the? Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. If I'm going full Eric Stoltz. Robe, salad bowl, wooden spoon. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a good one. It doesn't tear up the mouth too badly. Like, I love a Captain Crunch. Don't get me wrong. But it just shreds the mouth. Right. Right? So then you got to recover from that. And that's kind of like a, a Captain Crunch hangover. You know, you got the sugar. You got the shredded mouth. It's not the way to start your day. Right. So a Captain, I mean a, a Cinnamon Toast Crunch, is nice. It, it it gets real soft in the milk pretty quick. You got to stay on it, you right. know, so it keeps your pace up. You're not allowed to just sit there and kind of sleep on your bowl of cereal. You no, you gotta, gotta you get, gotta move. You gotta get it in. Well, that's the cornflake. You you gotta get in there quick. Cornflake. Who eats cornflakes? I used to have cornflakes with banana, and and strawberries. Delicious. But you have to I'm eat it fast. It gets so soggy <clears throat> so quickly. I mean, but if you're really going to eat, like, cereal <coughs> for pleasure, you're not eating cornflakes, right? No, you're eating, it, like, it, no, like, Cocoa Krispies. Yeah, like, like um, Cocoa Krispies. What was, like, the Boo Boo Berry? What were those? Count, Count Chocula? Yeah, Count Chocula. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity, Fruity Pebbles. Pebbles, baby. Fruit for Loops. Sure. I'm, I'm on board with Fruit all Loops. those. Fruit Loops, again, really good cereal, shreds the mouth. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, except for Fruit Loops, I don't really like sweet cereals. So, like, I mean, mine are pretty boring. I mean, I'm like a, a like, Raisin brand. Like crackling Oat brand. Yeah, Raisin brand. And what, to keep you regular, Dad? No, I don't, I don't need that. But uh, um, <laughs> And then uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. We're always a classic. I mean, I like. I mean, I could eat that. But I like, need a I, honey nut Cheerio. I, mean, I, I only eat apple jacks. Uh, no, see, I don't like Ooh. the apple jacks. I remember my grandma used to get those those variety packs, which are great. You had the 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 pop the co- uh, cocoa crispies, cocoa puffs, cocoa puffs. Uh, Raisin bran was in there. I apple think. jacks apple for jacks. sure. Tricks. Yeah, I like tricks. Now, if I'm in a hotel and they have the little boxes of cereal. And they have a Fruit Loops. I'm having a Fruit Loops. I'm a Frosted Flakes in the little box all day. Yeah, yeah. Frosted Flakes, cold milk. I mean, it doesn't get a whole lot better. Would you throw a fruit in there? Like that's if another you one ask with the banana, me, you know, blueberry. I didn't get to finish. 
late night cartoons. Oh, right. Right. It's either Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but if I had my druthers, okay, it's Frosted Flakes with a nice 2%, right, with a half and half topper. And that, my ladies and gentlemen, is top show. Is how you eat cereal. <laughs> Super yummo. You gotta throw the half and half. My grandma used to give me uh, uh, grape nuts with mm-hmm. half and half. Ooh. And then just like, like so much sugar on the top that it made like a little mound. Yeah. Well, our generation, like, two percent was the only option. Yeah. But no one had fat-free milk. Yeah. Ugh, and skim. it was still. No, were... We only buy whole milk. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. I'm a two percent. We fly through it, and we fly through whole milk. Well, right. I respect. I don't that. want half milk. I don't want two percent. I don't want the whole thing. Give me the milk. Wait, I'm a two percent. That means ninety-eight percent left. Yeah, I want all the how milk. Does, how does it go from whole milk to two? Yeah. What else is in there? <laughs> I don't want it. I want all the milk. We I just, want it to be all milk. We just literally eliminate ninety percent. I want two percent, and then the rest is you know they add sugar. Mm-hmm. Hey, what kind 2%. of filet mignon you want? Into uh, just, any of two, them. just two percent. Yeah, of give it. me a two percent filet. <laughs> no, I don't want that. I don't get like fat-free cheese. Oh, how about ranch dressing? I don't want fat-free. <laughs> Just eat less of it. Or eat more of it. I don't care. Cover yourself in it. And run through the streets telling you everybody you're a baked potato. <laughs> Fat-free cheese is such a weird one. Fat-free Have you ever tried anything. to m- melt that? Fat-free sour cream? Oh, God. It's a real weird move. <laughs> Just eat less. Or don't eat it. Right. Huh? It's like people that... It's like the whole, like, fake meat. You, you don't if you don't want to eat meat, don't eat meat. <laughs> yeah, don't make fake meat. Because <laughs> I'm telling you something. If you go there to that Impossible Burger and you love it, trust me, brother, you are going to love real meat. Yeah, you don't want to burp <laughs> an Impossible Burger into your face mask. I'm right. just telling you that. That'll drive yourself right back. Yeah. If you think that Impossible meat's delicious, where do you try meat? Yeah. Try like ninety ten versus chickpeas. Yeah. <laughs> if you love an impossible burger, wait till you puke it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. You always gotta think Comes of out how like concrete. Yeah. Everything's gonna taste in reverse. Right? What's your favorite thing to throw up? A Slurpee. Really inst- really easy answer. Right? I'll tell you what it's not. Tortilla chips. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good one. Doritos. Talk right. about shredding your esophagus. <laughs> so no birthday traditions, you guys. Mm-mm. Over it. Oh. Well, I especially when you surprised yourself with a year. I mean, that that probably, you know, knocked the luster off of your weekend. Yeah, that kind of ruins it. So You're older than you thought you were. Is there anything worse than that? Let's take a shot, Joss. Great. I have nothing in there. Here, give me your glass, your cup. I like that you went awamori with me tonight. Now, why are we drinking it? Because what we found is that you can drink a ton of the stuff, and the hangover is mitigated or fairly manageable, right? It's fairly manageable. I'm not getting a whole lot of wild hangover from the, uh, you know, incredibly ambitious awamori drinking that we've done in the last couple episodes. It's it's been... um... Fairly, a lot of people would call it aggressive. <laughs> Here's to you, Josh. Let's do another toast. I got it. I, you got it, one? 
Here's to the wind that blows through the treeses and blows the girls' skirts up over their knees. <laughs> okay. Okay. Really good, by the way. It's a it's a fantastic beverage. It really is. Birthday traditions. There's none at this table. Why do we blow out candles on the birthday cake? Where does that come from? Anybody? I mean, all ears. The ancient Greeks. It's a very, very old tradition. The ancient Greeks would make round cakes that were supposed to symbolize the shape of the moon. And they made them as an offering to Artemis, who was the god of the moon. And then they would put candles on it to imitate the glow of the moon. Mm. And then when they would blow out the candles and the smoke would rise, it would they would make a wish. And the rising smoke was a symbol of their wish being carried up to the gods. And that's where that tradition comes from. Hmm. Old. I had no idea. I thought maybe maybe America made it up right. and it spread. No, it goes all the way back to the ancient Greeks. So that means that's literally worldwide tradition. Seriously. Right, it is. I think I think you can find people blowing out candles on cakes throughout the globe. I hate the fake candle. Dude, if I, yeah, if I blow it out and it lights back up again, I swear to God I'm going to throw the whole cake in the pool. Just right in the pool. <laughs> like, I'm 47 years yeah, old. Please. I don't need that. Yeah, Let's I'm... just do this. We'll eat the cake, and we'll all have moved on. I want my, you know, $40 gift certificate <laughs> right. to Costco, you know, and let's be done with it. What did I get for my birthday? Oh, I got a really good jar of Chinese chili crisp. Have you ever had Chinese chili crisp? I know. That's the top of my list. Dude, if it's not a thing that you've ever had, ladies and gentlemen, run out or Simply get on your phone and go to Amazon.com and find and and Google it. Just Chili Crisp and order one. <laughs> it's so good. What did I say? Go to Amazon, go to Amazon and, and, Google and, it. and then Google it. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks for catching me on that, Ryan. Yeah. You're, you're a solid dude. <laughs> go to Amazon and Google Just, it. Dude, get some Chili Crisp. So the kind I have tonight is not made with the prickly pear ash or what some people like to call the... Uh, um, Sichuan pepper, which is that special kind of pepper that kind of makes your mouth numb. We went out for Dan Dan the other night or the other afternoon. Simon, was that shit the bomb or what? Makes your mouth all like tingly and it's awesome. I love a Sichuan pepper. My favorite kind of chili crisp is made with the Sichuan pepper. The kind I, I was given for my birthday doesn't have it on it, but it's still really, really good. So it's pretty good. It's crunchy, crispy, spicy. It just doesn't have that weird kind of numbing effect thing, which for me is like the, the kicker. Cake. Yes. Betty Crocker. Yeah. Who is that? Who is Betty Crocker? Anybody? Nobody. Guess what? I bet she wasn't it's a real broad. Yeah. Yeah. There was no Betty Crocker. <laughs> she wasn't a real broad. Yeah. <laughs> there was no Betty Crocker. No Betty. Betty Crocker was the brainchild of an ad campaign developed by Washburn Crosby Company, who was a flour milling company. 
founded in the 1800s, and is now known as a little company called General Mills. Hmm. They do all right. Yeah, they do all right, I guess. <laughs> it was Probably. an ad campaign to sell flour for baking. Betty Crocker. This is 1800s. Yes. In the 1800s, they came up with the idea of Betty Crocker. In the 1940s, all American housewives surveyed, out of all of the American housewives surveyed, 60% of them were familiar with the name Betty Crocker. Wow. That's some market penetration. That's pretty nice. That's yeah. called market penetration. Yeah. So not a real broad. That's a little heartbreaking. I always thought there was a Betty Crocker. I liked Betty Crocker. I imagine I thought she her. was very good at what she did. I've seen her likeness depicted on the cover oh, yeah. of cookbooks. Uh, and whose family didn't have that red and white checkered, the checkered, checkered oh, like, yeah. cookbook in your library of cookbooks? Right. No, that, I mean. That's, I mean, like, we had one from, like, my is, grandmother. This is Oft almost... with her visage depicted on the right. cover. Yes. Right? No, no, this is not good news. No, not a real chick. You better not go into Little Debbie not yeah, being Little real. Debbie. She always has a snack for me. Do you know who Little Debbie was? Little Debbie has a snack for you, right? That's the Little there. Debbie, real chick. Really? Yeah. She was a real person. Little Debbie. Little Debbie's real name was Debbie McNee Fowler. Mm-hmm. And she was four years old when her grandparents bought the bakery that would come to make Little Debbie Cakes. Hmm. Not only was she the face, and the picture of her on Little Debbie Cakes is her, is is this chick, is is Debbie McNeese. She also made the cake. She eventually became the executive vice president of the total company that be, you know went on to make Swiss rolls and yeah. oatmeal cookies and everything. So oh pretty gosh. rad. I mean, in the world of, of female corporate badasses, yeah. Little Debbie is actually a little, real female corporate badass. Little Debbie will kick your yeah, ass. Yeah, she'll kick your ass. How good are those oatmeal cookies? Oh, my oh. God. I'm looking With, up a picture of what she looks like. It's been a long time. The, the most is. famous one is yeah. her in the little hat. Right there in the hat. Yep, exactly. Nutter butters? Oh, oh yeah, nutter butters. Goodness. <laughs> That's the thing. I haven't had another butter in probably That's the first picture they showed, years. by the way, when I Googled Little oh, Debbie yeah. was Nutter Butter. Interesting. Is that Was that their biggest hit? I, don't know. I mean, it was, it, it's an incredible story, and I don't want to get too deeply into it because that's not what the show's about tonight, but I went down that rabbit hole, and it's a cool story. Yeah, grandparents bought a small bakery during the Depression um, and, and like really leveraged themselves, and um, he was selling these cakes out of the back of his car. And cruising around selling these cakes and, and the orders were coming in and they bought a bakery down the street and expanded and they just kept expanding and buying trucks and it just it worked. Yeah. They just you know, they, they it was one of those situations that just time, place, situation, it, it all it paid off for him. And the depression those are the best stories from the depression, yeah. right? Uh, are the people that were able to to float to the top and, and make it work for them. Right. Like Al Capone. What a success story. <laughs> I mean, um, the American dream, really. Came here from another country, a young immigrant boy. Rose the top of an organization. <laughs> Eventually got Geraldo Rivera to open his vault. There was you remember that? Was very that was very anticlimactic. Yeah, it was like they, hours. And they were dumb enough to do it live. Yeah. And he was like, we got, what, what did they think they were going to find? Yeah. Not a whole lot in here, people. Is anybody, I, 
I bought a new house and there was one of those uh, vault like f- floor safes in the garage and it was locked closed and there was no it was like rusted and I called a locksmith I'm like bro let's open this thing and he's like dude he's like I'm gonna you're gonna spend a couple hundred dollars to get me to come out here and drill this thing out and we're gonna open it up and it's gonna be full blown Geraldo Rivera. Yeah, <laughs> he made the. And he said yeah. the reference. He's like, it's gonna be full of waters. There's nothing in there. I'm sure you still did it. I did not. I did not do it. It's still there. I mean, I I never knew. I will never know what was in that that whole safe. Like maybe forty we'll, million dollars worth. Maybe of gold. we'll drill it out. Ryan and I'll give it a shot. No, yeah. it's, it's not in. It's it's at the Canterbury house. It's gone. Oh, it went with the sale. Wow. You he think talked, they drilled it out? He talked me out of it. He was I would like, drill listen, it open. yeah. He, he was went like, in there that night and yeah. did it himself. He broke into your house and he got. Are you? I think you should be proud of me that I was able to like manage my interest or yeah. my curiosity, and I was yeah. just able to live with it. Yeah, without it really being That's an issue. Very impressive, right? Would it I, have eaten at your soul? Yeah, yeah I would have. I would have. I, I don't know that I would have paid someone because if I knew they were just going to drill it out, I would have just drilled it out and gave it a shot and been like, yeah. Well, what can you do? You know, oh, yeah, nothing. I mean, yeah, I but think it's that's not, really that house what was been... also built like in 1981. It's not like like Abraham Lincoln's will was in there. Well, it was going to be in there. And I'm pretty sure the guy that moved out like remembered to take the stuff from the right. set. <laughs> right. I, I think the in-ground safe is the weird move. There's <laughs> so, so many weird. other ways you it's can a, go. It's a weird move. I grew up with one. My, my, I distinctly remember my dad when we're going out to like a nice dinner. Going into the hall closet and digging into the like the floor safe for mom's, you know, rings and necklaces and stuff. Wow. But there's like so many other safes you can have in. Yeah, I don't know why that furniture was Furniture and stuff. Yeah. Come, hey, I'm we dig we, into your we, slab. We have a friend who shall remain nameless that I always talk about a weird move. He would always use <laughs> the hotel safe in like Las Vegas and put like. Twenty-seven dollars in it. I use the hotel safe in Las Vegas. I use the hotel safe in every hotel I'm ever in. But I have a lot of stuff I need to keep safe. When you go to Las Vegas for forty-six hours, you don't need the safe. I think you do. Because at at some point, when you do pass out, and it's pass out. I think I don't. You're not when you we go to bed. We wouldn't call it a. a, a you throw your stuff in the safe. Sleep. Yeah, you throw your stuff in the safe so that you know it'll be there because you don't know. You know maybe you didn't close the door. You know who knows. You throw the stuff in the safe for a Vegas trip. By the way, oh, yeah. it's cool. open. Things are happening. I've been dying to gamble. Yeah. yeah, I miss gambling. I don't even love gambling. I like a cocktail waitress. You know, maybe a show. A nice steak. I don't know. I mean, the gambling is not my even my favorite part of Vegas. I just kind of like Vegas. Yeah. I like it all. I, and it's changed from 20s to 30s to 40s, right? I mean. I mean, I like to throw the craps. Ryan and I started with the 200 bucks and a toothbrush, like, at 22 years old. Yeah. We would just hop in at, like, noon on Saturday. Like, you or on a go, Wednesday. Go for, like, on a Wednesday. Yeah. Dude, you know what? I just... I just watched a, a whole show on like the state line and like Buffalo Bills and everything. That place was a nightmare. Like it's been, I guess it was like closed and bankrupt three times in the last 20 years. Uh, and it was just like 
the prima donna was just like falling over. They stopped the Jeez. roller coaster. No, they I was it. on the roller coaster when large parts of it were falling off, and they stopped it and were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I sorry, guys. I don't think that roller coaster's been going for eight yeah. eight years. Yeah, I did like the dollar fifty hot dog and draft. That was mm-hmm. a money move. That's the money move, especially if you needed gas there. You just well, wanted the gas up so you didn't have to do it hungover the next day. Yeah. Just kind of waltz in there for the, the, the big dog. We did the, we did the uh, state line a couple times yeah. on, a, on a 200 bucks on a toothbrush. Yeah. We, you know, we did the roller coaster yeah. once or twice. No, I mean, like, stayed there. Like, stayed the night and yeah. then went home the next day. Is there any better people watching anywhere than Las Vegas? The outfits... Defy imagination. What no, it's people great. wear around this. No, I'm country. dying. If I book a private jet, dude, I I, I wasn't going to mention that on the on here, but there's some pretty good deals. Like literally, you can get an eight seat jet to Las Vegas for two thousand. Will you get your own hotel room? <laughs> yes, nobody needs to hear me snoring. Well, yeah, and when we're 46 and 47 right. years old, everybody gets their own hotel room. I'll we're book not the sharing. Jet. I'll get dinner, and everybody that can get on the plane that will fit, whether like a six to nine seater. Yeah. Well, call it. I mean, the three of us are in. Yeah. So now the problem is staying on the podcast. Who's the other three to six people? Yeah. Simon. <laughs> Let's do it. Can we do like a midweeker? Just go like on a Tuesday and come home on a Wednesday or something weird? Or do we have to do it on a weekend? You kind of want to be on there on the weekend. Yeah. Anyway. You're not trying to. You're, we're not trying to. You what know, do we want to do? A Friday night or a Saturday night? Probably a Saturday night. I'm going to do like... it. I'm just going to do it. And then I'm just going to randomly throw it out there and be like, I've got the jet. Who's I... I'm going to be out of town from the 12th to the 19th. So don't do it in there. <laughs> of, of what month? Labor Day is out. This month. Okay. No, I was thinking like maybe like a regular July, mid July sometime. Yeah. Late. Let us wait, check you, our calendar. What about late, you know, late June? I think the end. What about the last weekend of June? I, think I don't know time. if I can. Well, we'll have a good time without you. <laughs> do a shot with me, Joss. Uh, okay. Oops. Yep. I'm going to need a little more. A little more than that. Ryan's had zero. Were you guys uh, feeling okay after the Yusuke episode last week? Yeah. Felt great. I think that's why we're back on the Owl Yeah, it's just it's smooth and easy. Fun. It was a good show. He's a nice guy. Pat was great. Easy on the eyes. It was a pretty good show. <laughs> it was a good show. Yeah. I just want a whole hour of Pat and, and Yusuke speaking Japanese on air with no one I don't, able to understand what's I don't, going on. I don't want that. No? That doesn't seem... That's not entertaining? Maybe in other... <laughs> but not here. All right, here's here. let me do another toast. There we were. Ten against a thousand. And we kicked their ass. All ten of them. <laughs> Smooth. Smooth, smooth, smooth. So, Ryan, when are you 47? February. 
So he's the youngest one in no. the room. Yeah, I might be the youngest one in the room. No, Simon. Oh yeah, besides for Simon's Simon, Simon's the youngest yeah. one in the room. Yeah, I we I'm graduated the college one. before Simon was born. Wow, I graduated That's college fat. before Simon was born. Is that what you just said? Oh my God, Pete and repeat. <laughs> That's old. When you're friends with people who are like half your age, it's <laughs> that math is disgusting. This is the news with Joss McGinty. Hard hitting, global, and other stuff. Have you heard the name Louise Fisher? Louise? Is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. No, I haven't. Mm-mm. Well, because Louise Fisher, I don't know that guy either. Yeah, I was in the, I was in the She same. is a reporter. Okay. Danish. Okay. I like a good Danish. Went to go report on a swingers club that reopened after 15 months. What kind of club? Swingers. Okay. Swingers. Which means- in Copenhagen. They, what, what, how, how do we define a swingers club? They uh, they have little or, chairs under a tree. Yeah, exactly. Or suffice to say that our our listenership knows what a swingers club is. Swingers club is where you go in and. What if I don't know what a swingers club totally you, you, is? You go in there and um, sample interact. the wares. Who among us knows more about swingers clubs? Me, you, or Ryan Hatch? I believe it's Ryan Hatch. Ryan, what what exactly is a swingers? Move club? along. <laughs> oh, really? Well, we'll move along. I mean, for no, now. what is it? It's a place where you, uh, you know you the you go. You know, some couples are looking for a little excitement. You know, may go to a. So you go to the club, and people are openly having sex right there in the club. Uh I gotta say, I've never been. I've never. I been don't. I've I never don't been. know that that is it, but at least they, you know, it's like a meet and greet with other couples. And okay, then they it's a meet and greet with other couples. Okay, so elsewhere you're not having sex to... there at the club. Well, you, you go there, and you're like, hey, it's it's kind of understood that if you're in the club, you might be down to have someone pump your wife. Yeah. Well, this woman. This is from the New York Post. I'll give them the credit. One radio reporter went all the way to get a scoop on a swingers club near Copenhagen where she had sex with the man she was interviewing. Wow. Uh, She can be heard. This is a quote. She can be heard moaning during the on the record intercourse part of a two minute segment that aired on Radio 4 in Denmark. And she quoted, I don't have a boyfriend, and that definitely made it a lot easier. So wow. as a, I got to imagine at a swingers club, right? That, that's got to be how it goes. You walk in as a single female. Yeah. Pretty much everybody in there is looking to get in into yeah. your pants. I don't think you they let in. You walk in there in. as me. I don't think they let in single males. Right. I don't think they're dogpiling on dad bods. Yeah. Right? You walk in there as a hot little Danish reporter, they're probably getting all up in your cinnamon roll. Let me give you the story. Yeah? So she thinks that, she says that most people have said it was very positive and cool. Others think that I've crossed the line in journalism. (laughs) I think you did. (laughs) Whether it's cool or not, that's probably a crossing of the line line in journalism. Because 
I mean, listen. Oh, hey, we are we came out to the so and so racetrack, and I'm gonna race a go kart for your entertainment. You know, like the the people interest story. Gonzo, she just took it to a different place. Yeah, it's Gonzo journalism. I mean, Hunter S. Thompson crossed that line for for you, babe. You're fine. But here's the thing: she was interviewing him during sex. At one point during the segment, <laughs> full sounds of body slapping. The journalist asked the man she is having sex with whether with if he can tell her what he's seeing and he responds a delicious woman wow kind of makes me want to meet her i'm just gonna say that i might look up the that, article that's one, for I, sure i feel that's another quote i feel i like i just think it's cool when the reporters try to make the stories in a different way <laughs> that's a different way some people do. Um, i wonder uh, how many different ways she did, <laughs> she did the story yeah it's like, uh, see, we need someone to go to the animal shelter, and who wants to take this swingers club? Yeah. I mean, she went in with a plan. Yeah. Oh, there was it, a plan. Yeah, she didn't go in there thinking she was going to dabble. Mm-mm. I don't think she did that interview in a business suit. <laughs> I think that's kind of hot. A it's birthday kind of More of a birthday suit. I think that's the first interview done that way. Mm-hmm. She went in a very different direction. Did get, she have to, a, a to pen and paper? Suit. I think it was dictation. (laughs) (laughs) Tee that one up for you. She wasn't in there long. I guess she kind of came and went. Wow. (laughs) So there you go. That was a, I mean, eye-opening story across the wire this morning. That's fresh news. I think that happened yesterday. Wow. Wow. So she's probably still walking funny. (laughs) I don't know what what I mean. What is her next scoop? Yeah, where do you go from there? Yeah. <laughs> Animal husbandry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like she can't report on like a Seven Eleven burglary after yeah. that. Well, yeah. And now right. we're opening a new Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's you're you've kind of pigeonholed yeah. yourself. A little bit. <laughs> it looks like you're gonna get a job with Vice. Yeah. She. <laughs> She can't report on, like, anything in a cul-de-sac. I mean, think of what that opens her up for. We should recruit her for the show. I'm wow. pretty sure her cover is blown wow. at this point. Yeah. This point. Yeah. Something was. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's fun. Neither. I can't believe neither of you saw that. It was all no. over the news today. It no, exploded I, on. I only yeah. saw. <laughs> wow. The only story I saw today that was fun is, uh, you know, pilot who is, uh, you know, was on was on furlough during COVID and then gets back in the cockpit and hits a light pole, <laughs> taxiing out to the runway, <laughs> damages the wing and no longer. <laughs> I mean, what? sorry, go back. You know, the what do thing- you say to that? You're like, well, oops. <laughs> The good thing about that story and the last story is they both have a cockpit in them. <laughs> wow. Wow. I guess we can say this story has come to completion. Yeah. <laughs> this episode has come to completion. Yeah. You guys got to. That's it. Okay. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ryan. Any. Uh, Wyan. Wyan. I made a poo-poo. <laughs> Ryan, would you ever have sex with a man to get the story? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
Really? <laughs> <sighs> what scenario? It would be kind of weird. You can't, like you, she can't do that with like the supermarket manager. I wonder no. what her angle was. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that's a very yeah. specific move. Yeah. Like outside like... of the swingers club, I don't think that flies. No. Well, yeah. Hey, we're here. You at... can't cover a high school graduation. Yeah, this is a high school graduation. <laughs> I'm letting one of the seniors. Have his way with me. Have his way with me. No, I think that's because that's a that's a different job than uh, a reporter going into it. She was experiencing that situation. You can't then take that situation and take it to you know the basketball court. I just can't believe that <laughs> the Danish press or whoever just is like, yeah, she's just trying something different. They're so laissez faire about it, like. There's not even a, a, a thought of her losing her job over that. I wonder how much research she did on the back end. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, God. I think we could go for some a couple of hours on this. Or the front end. Wow. Really? <laughs> oh, well, that's all I got. Well, she was keeping everybody abreast of what was going on in that club. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm and we're happy for that kind of journalism. All right. What do you call that? She was on top of the story. Right. <laughs> I thought you guys might think that was an interesting That was good. Story. It's kind of an editorial. <laughs> Well, news. I mean, and that was international. It was hard hitting. Global. Global. And other stuff. And other stuff. (laughs) Well, that's going to bring this webisode to its climax. I know sometimes it's hard to say goodbye, but we promise not to leave you hanging. We're going to get cleaned up around here, and we'll see you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Who's got the windows?